0: and welcome to Beyond the Message podcast. We are in part three of the Christmas series. That means we are in the week of Christmas. It's a Merry Christmas. It is great. But today we're going to be talking about how you can be the good news in your world. My name is Lockie. I'm the host of this experience and my job is to help guide you throughout the week so that you can grow your faith in the 167 hours beyond Sunday or beyond the message. So Chris and I, Are going to be chatting about what it looks like to be the good news in this world, particularly in this Christmas time. We hope you get some value out of this message and we will see you at the end. Merry Christmas, Christopher. I promised the listeners I would start with this every every single Christmas episode.
1: Mate, Merry Christmas to you. Thank
0: you. I'm feeling the Christmas spirit. It is so close until Christmas. I never thought this year would end. And here we are. I don't even know what date it is because I'm so just in a joyful state. Somewhere. We're in the 20s. Are we in the 20s yet?
1: Yeah, we're we're pretty close to the 20s. I'm just looking at when this episode will come out. This episode will come out (laughs) on the 23rd. So you know what that means, Locke? No, I don't tomorrow is our christmas eve service Or is that our christmas people eve? are listening to this on the day it's released which and we have such loyal listeners they do
0: if you're listening to this in like 2030 or something tomorrow is not our christmas eve service it's, it's happening in 2020 the 20, 24th of uh December. 24th of
1: December, 2020
0: do you reckon anyone's listening to this in 2030
1: I don't know. Maybe if you are, you should, yeah, you should drop us. You should drop us a note and let us know that if you're listening to this.
0: Yeah, if you are, I'm a dad now, and Chris has not <laughs> <laughs> Chris, yeah, I don't know. Anyway, well,
1: I have, yeah, I don't know. I got a haircut.
0: Yeah, you could, something happened in Chris's life. Yeah, uh, it's exciting. Anyway, it's Christmas. uh Part three, our last. I mean, t- is is Christmas Eve a part four of this series, or are we just go no,
1: Christmas a Eve stand is alone? A stand alone. Yep. It's called Uncomplicating Christmas.
0: Uncomplicating Christmas. There you go. Because
1: Christmas um, is pretty
0: complicated. Are we doing a Beyond the Message for that one? I feel like why would I you know, keep this conversation from our listeners? We may as well just have a chat now.
1: I don't know. What do you reckon?
0: I'll leave that in your court. All right. Let's leave it with that. Let's. Uh, we'll... I'll, leave, I'll leave that with you. I'm happy Thank to you. do it. Yeah, that's, I'll let you know. Good. I like this is part of my favorite time of the week, I reckon. So why not? I love a good Beyond the Message podcast. It's good fun. And uh, especially this week because... The four Monday, I'm noticing there's at least four commas.
1: So it's a big one. It's loaded. Ooh, I see that. Really, really, you've just put the comma in so you can ask two questions for the price of one. Hundred percent. We've done
0: there. Hundred percent. So, Chris, the four Monday is is we've been. It's really a follow on from parts one and two. So if we can I encourage you, yeah. check it out. Check out part one and two, both of Beyond the Message and Beyond at Home. Um, be the good news is the for Monday apologize immediately. Forgive quickly, defer habitually and give sacrificially. Mm. Big words there. Big words.
1: Yeah. But they, they're because we need some big action. When you need big action, sometimes you need big words to come on, get people pumped.
0: That's so good. Well, let's get uh, into this, into this for Monday, into this, yeah, we're going to get into the Four Monday through the beyond the message podcast. Mm. Um, Chris, we've been talking about how Jesus is the good news. Yep. And our first question is if Jesus is the good news, why are you turning the application to be something that I've got to do? Cause it, I'm looking at the, uh, I'm looking at the Four Monday and it's very me heavy.
1: Yes. Yes. Well, it is. And I'm going to bring out some other big words, Lockie. Um, because I think it's, um, it's good to talk about this stuff because Christians often miss, I think, or can miss the fact that when we talk about last, like we did last week in part two, the solution that Jesus offers, what we're really talking about is this thing called justification. So how am I justified? How is my relationship with God justified? And, and how am I made right um, in God's sight? But then there's this second part of justification which is what happens after it's kind of like the now what question, um, which is called sanctification, which means that um, just because we're justified doesn't mean that we're perfect. Doesn't mean we have all our lives together. It just means we have a savior who does. So how do we live and how do I live as a result of having Jesus um, die in my place and justify me in front of God? And so that process is called big theological word sanctification. Some so these message- words on this
0: four Monday podcast so far he is, is you know
1: Well, it's beyond the message. You know, we want to we give people, we want to live up to our name.
0: It's true. We're taking you deeper. So you've come here for
1: a party, haven't you? You have. Yep. Theological party. And so <laughs> um, the reason I'm turning the application into something uh, that we need to do is because our life continues on after that moment, that, of justification our life our relationships continue on and jesus didn't give his life for himself like jesus it would have been much easier for jesus to hang out in heaven uh the reality is jesus came down and made a difference in the world and he gave his life for something more so if we're following jesus like we talked about in part two on on the Beyond the message podcast um if our life is to be molded around the life and teachings of jesus then we need to give also give our lives away
0: Sorry, I was on mute. Classic Zoom kind of 2020 throwback being on mute, um, which is interesting. You know, I, I like that, you know, to, to be the good news, to, to continually step into that new life with Jesus. Because, I you know, I do believe that Jesus should change your life, that the moment you decide to, to follow Jesus, things should look differently. And uh, is would you say that those four things that we've got in that for Monday, uh, would they be are they necessarily Christian traits. Is that what you say? Like, you know, the life of someone who follows Jesus should represent all four of those.
1: Well, the, these were things that, um, that I, th- I thought during this Christmas season would help us to be the good news. You know, when, when you apologize immediately um, you're being as, as, because we looked at Philippians 2 where being what Paul says is blameless. Um, it doesn't mean that I have blame. Uh, I, or sorry, it doesn't mean I don't have blame rather but when i apologize straight away um it makes it very difficult for someone to point the finger at me and say yeah it's your fault and I'll be like yeah of course i acknowledge that like that's that's on me that's my bad mm-hmm. um when you forgive quickly i think we have to forgive quickly because jesus forgave us and jesus still continues to forgive us quickly um we defer habitually deferring habitually and giving sacrificially as well as forgiving quickly i think are all traits of jesus like Jesus, his life. And we looked at this passage in Philippians two on the weekend. And, and this deferring thing is Jesus says, though he was God, he did not think of equality with God as something to cling to. Instead he deferred, he gave up his divine privileges and took on the humble position of a slave.
0: Mm.
1: So Jesus deferred. And then obviously Jesus gave sacrificially by giving his life. It says he humbled himself in obedience to God and died a criminal's death on a cross. Yeah. Wow. So, so yeah. again,
0: following on from our last week's conversation, um, we are just following the teachings and the lifestyle of Jesus. Yeah. And that's pretty simple. Like that's, that's what we're doing. Um, so there you go. So yes, the application is something that, that we are involved in. Otherwise it wouldn't be, wouldn't be this great story. Hey, it'd just be something everyone. Like it, it just wouldn't have the same effect. Agreed. Agreed. Cool. Uh, we talked about the church a little bit on Mm. Sunday. And my question for you, Chris is how do we get from this story of, of a little baby born a boy born into a manger and the little shepherds with their little presents coming on and giving them a gift. How do we get from that point to a sometimes hurtful or destructive organization called the church? I just want to acknowledge as well. Like I also believe in the church. I think it's great i so it's like it's just what sometimes people have considered the church to be and they are fully okay to think that too like that is acceptable for you to think that
1: yeah and and i just think i think you're right we love the church but it's also a tension we've got to manage and i think where it comes from is we start to ask the question of the the gospel we start to ask what's in it for me and um and we start to ask this in terms of, oh, well, what's in it for me in, in the sense that I'm going to do the things that I like to do and I'm not going to do the things that are hard. I'm not going to address the parts of my life that, that cause me challenges or um, maybe make me feel uncomfortable. I'm just going to do the stuff that makes me feel good about myself. Uh, and what happens then is that becomes not good news. Um, that becomes what I said on the weekend, typical pithy preacher talk is um, that's pick and choose news. Okay. Cause I pick and choose who I forgive. I pick and choose who I defer to. I pick and choose uh, who I love and how I, how I love. And, um, and I think when we do that, and one really extreme example I gave on Sunday was um, the slave Bible of 1807 and the slave Bible of 1807. If you didn't listen to that um, or you weren't there is um, the society for the conversion of, slaves in Brit- in the British and West Indies gave their missionaries this Bible to convert slaves. And it um, sounds good on the surface. They're like, oh, okay, cool. Like they want to reach, um, reach slaves. That's great. Uh, the problem was about 90% of the old Testament was omitted, and 50% of the new Testament was admitted. And they omitted anything that made reference to slavery or f- getting people out of, f- out of slavery or allowing people to be free. <laughs> and so they wanted them to, meet Jesus, but a version of Jesus that supported the status quo. Wow. A very censored Jesus, a very censored Jesus. And they took out a verse that we actually looked at in part one of home on the home series. We did, they took out this verse that says there is no longer Jew or Gentile slave or free male or female for you are all one in Christ Jesus. They wanted to keep everything in there that said, now there are owners and there are slaves And that's the status quo. That's the way the world works. And so um, that's pick and choose news at its best. The slave owners didn't want to lose their slaves. They asked what's in it for me. And that's an extreme example. I get that. But on a more micro level, that's what happens with Jesus followers. When we we do this in our everyday life and we say, hey, what's ultimately in it for me? Um, Yeah, we pick and choose the good news. There you go, and that is only going to lead to hurtful and destructive
0: behaviour. Yep. And I, and again, your experience with the church might be awful, and we can't we can't deny your experience under someone who called you a Christian, or so called themselves a Christian, or claimed to be a Christian, or was a pastor or someone in the leadership. So we can't. We just want to be really sensitive towards your own experience within the church. Um, but just knowing, we're kind of looking at the root of like where that's actually come from. So our four Monday, again, the first part of it is to be the good news. Now the question is this, can I, can I be the good news without following Jesus? Like what, what relevance does Jesus have in that thing? Because there are a lot of good people that I know that are not Christians, but I would consider them to be good people. So um, you may be considering becoming a Christian or following Jesus, uh, do
1: I need to do that in order to be the good news of the world? It's a good question. I think from my perspective to, to clear up any, any misconception that anyone could possibly have, can you be a good person and, and not follow Jesus? Absolutely. You can be a good person and, and not follow Jesus. Um, I think anyone who says um, anything different to that, in my opinion is wrong. Um, because I think there are a lot of atheists who are much better people than some Christians and do a lot more for the world yeah. than some Jesus followers. I think. And so the, que- but the question is, is less about behavior. Okay. Cause I think we can be, um, we can behave in a certain way that is realistically is more like and more Jesus like than some Jesus followers. Um, but the challenge is, what will people see beneath that? Which is, and so um, to kind of give a try and give a, as concise an answer as possible, the the word the English words "good news" that we get in our English translation of the Bible come from this Greek word "evangelion," which means gospel. Um, Some big words, Chris. It's just
0: this is like I need a dictionary for this episode. It's just, we've got to, we
1: got to unpack this. Hey, I like it. I like it. Sometimes, you know, um, oh, you know me, Lockie, you know, I believe that we've got to make things as simple as possible. Sometimes really complicated things, even their simplest version is still pretty complicated. <laughs> That's good. And so, yeah, there's this Greek word evangelion um, in the original documents that get translated, which means gospel, which gets translated into our English word for good news. And, um, that when that was originally uh, written, it didn't mean like good news as in a piece of good news to be added to other pieces of good news. It was more the idea that whatever you thought good news was, you need to find another, um, another classification, another group to block that in because this is the good news. There's no other good news apart from this and so when christians are talking about being good news what we actually mean is the good news it's what we believe is the best news and really is the only um thing that that we would call good news and that's that that we looked at in part two that you know jesus came and gave his life um, for us and he's good um, and he's good news because we're not all that good so can Non-Jesus followers behave in a way that is Christ-like. Yes, absolutely. Um, Could Jesus use their behaviors to point other people back to him? Well, yes, because he's God and and he can do everything. Uh, But I don't think if you're not a Jesus follower that you hope and your intention behind your actions is for people to see God. And I think that's where the distinction is. Yeah. Is that as Jesus followers, we're not behaving in a way because it's good per se, we're behaving in a way because we want to point people towards the good news.
0: Mm. I, I just want to again, clarify like the four Monday is be the good news, not be a good person. Yes. Um, Cause we've got four things after the, be the good news, apologize immediately, forgive quickly, defer habitually, give sacrificially. And we can like, we've kind of gone there Four things that pretty much sum up what it would look like to be the good news in the world. And if it was to be a good person, I'm sure we could write a thousand things or more mm-hmm. about how to be a good person, but it's, it's in a more, in a way, a lot more simpler, but a lot Absolutely. more demanding to be the good news than it is to be a good person. Cause I can be a good, like I can go and just be a good person. I live next door to a Seven Eleven. I could just stand at the door and just tap my card as people come in and just pay for their fuel. It's like, a good per- Like that's, that's actually kind of easier to do some in many ways than it is to, apologize immediately for me anyway.
1: That's just something that this is really tricky. Yep. Yeah. So I agree with you on that, Locke. Yeah. It's, it's, we're not talking about behavior modification here. We're talking about living our lives in such a way that it points people to, um, to Jesus and to the good news.
0: Gee, I think you've already jumped the gun on your uh, little tweetable statement there. Cause that was good. Remember that. Cause we are, uh, we'll, we'll come back to that. Um, but lastly, to round out this Christmas series, uh, a really practical question. How can I include Jesus into my life in a new way this Christmas? So whether I've never accepted him before or whether I am ready to take on a new relationship with Jesus, how could I do that this Christmas?
1: Yeah. For me, um, for me, I think it it goes back to those four things. I think at Christmas time, um, and I don't know whether you find this lock, but I definitely sometimes find it easier to be kinder and to act more with love to people. I don't know. Um, yes, definitely. People I do know, yep. you know, um, because I, I just think sometimes there's that natural thing within me. That's like, well, I, you know, I love you or I know you, you should know me better. You know, you should know that pushes my buttons or you should kind of stop that. I'm sick of you, you know, not addressing that. I think this Christmas, you know, whether it's that challenging, family situation or that challenging uncle or auntie or that brother or that sister or or whatever it is. I think one of the easiest ways to include Jesus into your life this Christmas is to with one of the, like by being really intentional about being the good news to them. Um, Because that good news is, is not just for us this Christmas. The good news again is supposed to be good news of great joy for all people. And so recognizing that every interaction you have this Christmas is actually an opportunity for people to see the good news of Jesus in and through you.
0: Incredible. Great way to round out this series. Chris, you had a a great line before to finish off with our short shareable response. Um, Hmm. Did you have something else? I mean, you you just gave us 140 characters of pure gold, but do you have anything else that you'd like to say just to really uh, encapsulate what this episode was about?
1: Can you remind me of the thing I said before?
0: No, I literally forgot. I, can't, I was hoping you would. <laughs> it was It was good. It was good. I'll listen back and find it, but it was very good.
1: Yeah. Look, I just, I just think um, for me this year, it's, it really is about, um, it really is about that, that if the life and teachings of Jesus don't strike you as good news, it may be because the church hasn't been good news. Right. I think it's, it may be less about what, jesus actually is the fact that jesus is good news and more about the fact that that perhaps you've encountered some jesus followers who haven't been good news yeah wow chris
0: i'm going to do a quick search unless you can help me out we talked about a couple series ago yeah Uh, part one what was that what was that one I, i i'm thinking of the one that was it's much more it's much more demanding to follow jesus
1: like Ooh, what was that one? That was be rich. That was part three. Be it rich, was, part three. Uh, All right. That's, love that's is far less complicated me. than law, but far more demanding. And
0: that's mine, Chris. You said it, but that is mine. Um, that Put you back, mate. The way of love is far less complicated. Like it's pretty simple to know, to know how to love people. However, it is far more demanding. Um, forgiveness, apologies, um, is giving sacrificially. Will is demanding of you. Um, however that is how we are going to be the good news in this world that's how we set apart if you want more context around that as well as well chris mentioned it part three of the be rich series so you can go back to beyond the home or to Beyond the message to find that one.
1: Oh, love it merry christmas mate merry christmas we made right it back at ya. we made it the we year got, we got the, to the oh, end oh i couldn't i
0: can't believe we made it to the end this year um, we know that there's a lot of people that have been a lot worse off than we have. Um, that's true. This. So we're doing well, but we'll get there. We're done. We will.
1: We will get there. And I cannot wait for 2021,
0: 2021. Well, someone's at your door. I can hear there's uh, yep. someone, like someone party. has
1: just come, my brother's just come knocking to get the golf clubs.
0: Sounds like there's a party happening. At your place, He's going so. for a cheeky nine, <laughs> nine holes
1: of golf. I'm not, but that's okay
0: okay make sure you treat yourself at some point this christmas
1: to a cheeky I, nine holes i will be treating myself <laughs> to a few cheeky nine holes this christmas don't you worry
0: all right we'll enjoy it and uh we will catch you the next episode
1: hey all right we will see you mate see, you. see ya
0: thank you so much for listening to the beyond the message podcast it's great to have you here today merry christmas enjoy it Uh, embrace all the christmas has got to offer we really hope you just enjoy the experience for what it is but also can take a little bit more about what you know what it means to follow jesus and you can apply that in your life no matter what time of year we are in but enjoy it have fun eat a lot of food open presents have a great time and we will catch you next episode of beyond the message